Let's start it. All right. <laughs> Tell me when we're ready, Scott. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome, world, to episode 77 of the podcast. I am Casey. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Scott. Who are you? I'm Caleb. And this is the podcast, Nothing's, Nothing's Too Weird. Well, you know that everything is too black and everything is too white. Everything is too loose and everything is too tight. They got too much control. I hope they don't let go. It's too, Girly. too, too, or too. There's too much sun today. It's no fun. It's too cold. What the heck is going on? I just don't know. Guess I'll start another podcast show. Cause nothing is wrong. However, something ain't right. Without the darkness, then there isn't any light. You're being too polite. I think that maybe we should fight. The days are too long. Oh God, another long night. Nothing is too shaven and nothing is too bearded. Nothing. Whoa, nothing is too weird. All right. We've got Caleb here. He didn't know that we all chant. Nothing's too weird. Oh, man. I'm so sad I missed it. <laughs> I would have been Want to do it up. again? I mean, One, we can. two, three. Nothing's, Nothing's too weird. weird. Oh, I forgot. Scott. Dang. I messed it up. You fucked. You messed it up. Watch your mouth. Good censorship. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I like to say the word and then be like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a mistake. It, wasn't. it, wasn't it a was mistake. not. <laughs> so, Caleb, thank you for being here. You're here on the podcast on a Sunday, and the dogs are probably going to poop in the house, but. Why? They might not. Scott, They'll all I can probably do it downstairs. Smell, they just keep farting all around. Well, ooh. It's what we're dealing with here. It's fine. Is it like a new thing, or is it just what they just what they do all the time? It's what they do when it's cold out, because oh. they don't like the snow. Okay, that so, makes sense. So, like, I'll take them out, and then I have to carry them back in after they pee. Cosmo will not poop in the house. Astro is like, this is it. This is my toilet. Yikes. Yeah, not good. Not oh, great, man. Scott. Nope. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no, I mean it's not fun. It, it, there's a whole thing about like training dogs. It's like a it's like a thing. Yeah. Oh man. That's but you know, it's too cold for them. They're little they're little pugs and they're spoiled. And I just clean up their poop and it's like, <laughs> all right. So that's what we deal with. Oh. What's going on, Scott? You just wistfully looking, thinking about poop. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so hey, I been there. Been there. <laughs> So I put out a thing on Facebook saying, who wants to sit and talk with me and record it and share it on the internet? And Caleb's like, I will. So thank you. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, man. No, this is this is a blast. I like, I don't know, this whole concept. I do a lot of podcasting, like listening, not actual podcasting. I'm not talented, but it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been on a podcast before? So I have been Which on. Which one? Uh, it's a podcast my friends and I put on for... We recorded like five episodes, only released two because it sort of fell apart. But it was uh, us <laughs> giving intro to um, a, uh, it's a, it's a board game that we all play. And it was like, a, oh, this is your, this is the, how to get started in this board game. And so uh-huh. we had content planned out for way long. But um, one of the guys, he quit after the second episode and he was sort of the thing that held it together. We had a new guy come in and uh, the nice way is he wasn't a fit, <laughs> but um, that kind of killed the podcast. So Yeah. That's what's hard. That's what I feel so uncomfortable asking people to be on the podcast because it feels like asking someone out on a date. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to pressure you. Will you be on the podcast? <laughs> and it's like, you can say no. That's why I was like, <laughs> when people responded on Facebook, I'm like, whoa, people will sit and talk with me. So thank oh. you. <laughs> what was the board game? Uh, so the board game, it's um, if, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to get super nerdy here for no, a second. Do it. It's um, uh, it's a tabletop miniature game called X Wing, official game X Wing miniatures game. So you you all have seen Star Wars. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, you know at the very end of the movie when you have um the the trench run. So you got the X Wings, the Tie Fighters flying around. Mm-hmm. So it's that, but in board game form, or it's on the board, and um, it's a miniatures game. So they need to, the company needs to print money. So they release all kinds of ships, and you move around the field and you shoot at stuff, and it's. All, all good fun. Yeah. Um, the miniatures are beautifully painted. All, I mean, they come pre-painted, which is sort of a different thing for a miniatures game. Is um, it? It Normally is. you have to pr- paint them? Normally you have to assemble it, you prime it, you paint it, you know, seal it, all that fun stuff. That's kind of the appeal. It's sort of a mix of a game and a hobby. 
Really? Um, yeah, are, yeah. What games are like that where you have to paint them? Do you There's, do that? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I do that. So I, I'm freaking obsessed. It's yeah, X-Wing got me. me into it. Oh. Do you have like a magnifying glass? That you <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things that we joked about before we got started. Like, oh, we're all the magnifying glasses. <laughs> and now I'm like, God, I really could use a it's hard to see this stuff and I want, I want to get down in there and see that yeah but um no but oh god there's so many games i mean like, the oldest in the space is uh games workshop they're i mean company-wise they're kind of a terrible company yeah. but the product they put out is fantastic they're some of the best little why are they a terrible company um they they don't pay those little figurines <laughs> that they can that, work for free <laughs> they're so expensive you can like there's a dude you can buy it's a single dude he's about yay big um for one the, inch one inch big uh, 50 bucks. He's not assembled. He's not painted. He's just really beautifully sculpted. It's a very pretty what? model once you put Is it together. Is it plastic or? It's like a plastic resin or something. It's like a bit of a softer material. But um, I mean, and it's not like. But it's, it's coming like, from a mold, I assume. Not someone like hand carving these little things. No, no, you get it from a mold and then you have to take it out of the mold. You have to like scrape off the little um, fl- uh, flashing. That's the little pieces from the mold. Yeah. That they didn't quite get off and you have to like wash it because there's a release agent on there. It's a ho- it's a lot of work to, you know, do something where you can like just buy toys for 10 bucks and they're yeah. wonderful. And they're already painted. Oh, yeah, they're already painted. But, I mean, for some people, that's the appeal. And that's, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll freely admit I'm, I'm really enjoying the painting part more than I ever thought I would. Cause no, it, it, is kind of, it sounds <laughs> great. My brother used to paint those little, did you ever have those cars that you could paint and stuff? We'd get them at Benjamin Franklin. Like model cars? Yeah, maybe? model cars. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh, and the paint would get you a little high as a child. Oh, man, you was know. it like? It, God, it wasn't like lead paint or anything, was he? Maybe. Is he, is he okay? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's great. He's in the corner just staring at nothing. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? He Looking. thinks he can fly. We're all fine. <laughs> Maybe he can. Maybe that's the paint's powers. We don't know. <laughs> I have never heard of that game. So oh, that's man. what... When Is it a long game? One of the. I mean, does it take a long time to... So that was the uh, game came on the scene in 2012, and it's probably one of the right now. It's the most, it's the most popular and probably the most profitable miniatures game right now because it's short. You can play a game in like a tournament rounds an hour fifteen, and oh god, yes, there are tournaments. Uh, there like was a big where one people out. get together. Oh yeah, hundreds of people get together. There was a tournament in Phoenix just this weekend. We had two guys from our local crew head out there. Really? Um, oh yeah, it's a big thing. Um, it's, it's, it's bonkers. Oh my gosh. Like it was a, it's a whole world I didn't know existed, but yeah, it's a short game, hour, 15 minutes. I mean, depending if you, well, if you do really well and your opponent doesn't do so well, you can be over much faster. It's, it's quick. And that's kind of been the appeal for us is you can get like on a game yeah. night, you can get like two, three games in. Oh so my gosh. It's, oh man. Look at this other world I didn't <laughs> even know about. Isn't that fascinating? You're rolling dice. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You're so, okay. So how the game works is, yeah. um, Part of the part that made it fun was it was rel- relatively easy to visualize because you have your little ships and they're on little bases. And the models, while they look super cool, you don't really need them. You just need the base. And um, you you and your opponent, you look at the field and uh, you set these little dials. And the dials tell you what maneuver you're going to do. So how your ship's going to move that round. But you sh- you set them in secret and then put them down by each of the minis. But they're, they're upside down. So you know what you're going to do. But your opponent doesn't know what you're going to do, but they know what they're going to do. So you're trying to guess, okay, where are they going to go and where do I need to go so I can shoot at them with either out getting shot at myself or I can shoot at them better. There's all kinds of like numbers and things that determine order and all that fun stuff. But so you place your little dials down. Then when it's time to go, you flip them in a certain order, depending on these fancy numbers. Yeah. And then you take a honest to God, they call it a maneuver template. It's a little. So if you're doing a curve, like a three turn, you set that turn in these little notch on the base and then you move your mini to the end of it. So everybody does that. Then when it comes time to shoot, you look at, okay, can my ship see that ship? If it can see it, you roll dice to shoot at it. Then I roll some attack dice, you roll some defense dice, vice versa. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, it's a thing. It's, uh, it's God, it's super fun. It is. Does it, is it take r- a long time to learn? I feel like I would never learn the rules of the game. So, the, honestly, the rules are pretty simple. It's yeah. the It's figuring out, like, like I can it's, I play the game enough so I can look at a field and see, okay, my guy's there. If I do this maneuver, my guy's going to be basically here. Mm-hmm. And you get a good feel for that kind of thing. But, I mean, in terms of, like, picking up, it's it's easy to learn, hard, difficult to master, kind of yeah. one of those sort of things. Because um, sometimes so. Scott's mom plays card games, and it's like, she'll tell me the rules, and I'm just like, I don't oh, know what's man. happening. I'll just sit here. <laughs> what? And, <laughs> oh, man, and what then a, Scott's what like, what, are you, what were you doing? Like, one time you saw my cards, and you're like, what were you doing? I'm like, I, w- I couldn't get the rules in my head, so I was just flipping cards out. Nice. 
can I can I ask what what card game? Because I mean, talk what about what was it? Oh, I, I don't have know. no idea. I was just like Euchre Five Hundred Head and Foot, some crazy. No, it was probably some new game that some trendy thing that probably doesn't even exist anymore. Awesome. That, that your mom was playing? <laughs> it was probably. Oh, we're fighting over bones. Oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> huh. They do this on purpose mm. to have some drama in their lives. They fight over bones. But no, I have a problem just remembering rules of games. So that's why all Ooh. these things, you know, it's like I'll play Monopoly and I'm just like, what are we doing now? Let's just you go wild. You can't remember Monopoly? N- no, oh, it's like man. it goes on for Come so on. long and it's just like, what do these hotels mean? I can't look it up. Just shut it all down. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so maybe oh maybe maybe like a maybe like a co-op game would be more your speed because then you're all working on a team against the game. That's really fun. What's a co-op game? What's well, like um uh, like have you heard of Pandemic or oh man, there's board gaming world man. It's it's crazy. There's all kinds of nonsense on there. What? Who's the guy from Never Not Funny that is super into board games? Elliot that invented a board game. Yeah, I think so. Rad. Yeah. And then, so we went to a podcast, it's a, it's a podcast-a-thon, and one of the auction items, because they raise money for Smile Train, which nice. is like Clef Palette, they fix that. Um, Excellent. One of the prizes was to play board games with this guy, and it's like, wow, that sounds so stressful, but I mean, people were into it. I'm sure it'd be like, yeah, wow. but to me, it's just like, there's so many things to remember. I can't do it. I mean, yeah, there can be a lot of, there's a lot of crazy systems out there, a bunch of different rules. Yeah. What's nice is, I mean, there's been kind of a kind of a renaissance of board gaming in the last five or six years, and there's been, I mean, Kickstarter's been a huge help, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, you don't you don't put out a game and now and just like, God, I hope someone plays this. <laughs> Instead, you run a Kickstarter, if that's kind of big. You run and a Kickstarter. see if they want to. See if people want to, and then, oh, well, if there's enough people that buy into it, eh, it's funded, and you don't have to worry about that initial run. Yeah. So, it, man. oh, man. <laughs> So yeah, we're going to talk more about obsessions later, but I do want to talk it. about, <laughs> you just had a baby and now there's another human in your house. Oh yeah. How's it going? So congratulations, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, well, so uh, just yesterday we turned three months old, so that's oh pretty exciting. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it seems both like that's too soon and like, gosh, she's only three months old because I mean, yeah. she is kind of a bigger girl. She came out... Uh, she came out pretty large. I mean, the, <laughs> what's pretty large? <laughs> uh, she was nine pounds eleven ounces, and um, <laughs> the uh, the, nur- the nursing staff said my wife was quote unquote a legend for delivering naturally, not not without drugs, <laughs> definitely with drugs, but like no C section, nothing crazy like that. Oh, good for her. So I mean, my wife's not a big person. And no, this she's baby not. Pretty large, you know, like like eight pounds is getting on the large end. I mean, oh, yeah. nine, like oh, that's a large baby. And, <laughs> Nine pounds, 11 ounces. Oh my gosh, was she okay? Like, well, she gave birth, so I don't know. <laughs> so now there's but, just this new human in your house. What's yeah. it like? It. Is it man. scary? It seems like I, I would be like terrified. So I thought I was going to be terrified too. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a bit of a planner. So like, I've had all these like awful nightmare scenarios in my head, like, oh, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And um, honestly, no. I mean, they're. I mean, granted, we're super lucky. She's very healthy. Girl loves to sleep. She, yeah. If she wants something, she just lets us know. So that's super helpful. <laughs> I mean, it's all cries. So you got to interpret yeah. the cries. But like she knows three things. So, so do you know the cries now? You're like, I know her. We're, <laughs> we are learning. We're start, starting to figure out like what's a hungry cry, what's a I'm sleepy cry, and then what's a I'm going to fall back asleep in a few seconds cry. That's I mean, that's our favorite cry because that means she was asleep <laughs> and then she woke herself up, cry a little bit, and then she's back. But <laughs> That's crazy. It's it's fun. She's yeah. uh, she's cute. Um, she is she's very cute. Yeah, <laughs> she's cute. And oh man, you know that they would say, oh, babies are cute. Like they're cute because they're small. And then there's some that are actually cute. Yeah, and like I mean, there's some ugly babies, babies. There are some ugly <laughs> babies. <laughs> it's true. They and can still be cute, but not pretty. You know. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> you know handsome. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good. Yeah. God, isn't that so weird? When you say that, I know exactly what you mean. Like, oh, handsome. That's a mm, yeah. nice way to say you no, ugly baby. No, she's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> she is. That's cheeks man. oh my gosh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i read something now this is obviously you don't want to eat your baby but sometimes i i'll bite the dogs and i'm like why do i want to bite them because i just love them so much i bite them you do 
no, we want to, oh gosh, like I want to nibble on her feet. Yes. It's a, such a, it's such a weird thing to, especially to say out loud, but like, yeah. like if you said to an or, another person, like, oh, I want to nibble on your feet. Why? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. But like a baby, oh, it's cute. That's okay. No, it's a, it's a thing. Like the psychologists have studied it. It's a thing where it's like, it's cute aggression. Cause it's like, it's so cute. You can't handle it. And you're just yeah. like, I just want to, and you share, like you show your teeth and you want to bite and <laughs> I'll bite their necks, but not hard, but I'm just like, I no, just no. have to bite you because I just love you so much. Oh my God. No, I do that. To, like I do that to the cat. The dog's kind of dirty, yeah. so I want to do that to her. But <laughs> uh, no, that's, t- I, I read a thing about that too, where it's like, we don't, something about the way our brains are wired. We don't really know how to process things that we like yeah. that way. So we just you get this weird aggression towards yeah. it, even though like. You just love it so much. Yeah. You don't know what to do. Yeah. But to like <laughs> bite. <laughs> I don't bite the dogs. I no. do. I bite <laughs> <No>. them. <laughs> I do. Is I it? can't help it. They just, I mean, they're just sitting over there and I would bite them right now if he was over here. Look no. at him. Look at him looking at me. Oh. Hello. Um, uh, I'd I? like to bite you. But yeah, so you want to bite babies too and it's crazy. It is. It is kind of crazy. But like with babies, you can't because they're so sensitive. But the dogs, it's like there's fur, there's a bunch of oh. fat, bite yeah. it. What's the cats the same way like yeah hey, come on you you bite me all the time so i can i can bite you back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a sign of love i feel like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we want to eat your feet so what <laughs> not a big deal not a big deal it's because they're because they're tiny you just want to just want to just want to nibble on them i love um the wonder woman like you have oh my gosh <laughs> wonder woman decor and i just feel like caleb you're gonna be a great dad you're very Caleb is very good with women. He works with all women. <laughs> he treats them with respect. He's going to raise a great woman. Hmm. I'm just, it's I'm happy sweet. that you had a girl to <laughs> raise and just be a badass Wonder Woman, you know? It was, okay, so I I mean, when we were trying to figure out, like, what we were going to have, and, like, mm-hmm. my, you know, my wife and I are guessing, we have no idea, obviously, <laughs> but, like, so we... Um, <laughs> we each, you know, picked a side and said, mm-hmm. well, it's, you know, she's going to be a girl, obviously. My wife's <laughs> like, well, she obviously he's going to be a boy. That's, that's silly. Like, um, and we, when we got the first, um, the first, um, 3d image, um, it was a picture of, um, was it like, it was a little 3d image and her arms were crossed like that. Sorry, you can't see it, but I'm doing the, like uh, Wonder Woman, like, like, like Wonder Woman or like uh, Black Panther doing the uh, Wakanda forever. <laughs> yes. So that was, that was what tried to like, oh my gosh, it's going to be gonna be it's gonna be diana or it's gonna be uh, freaking t'challa that's it's gonna be great <laughs> and you're um, just you guys are gonna raise a little badass yeah so is your, wonder woman that's i mean that's where we got the idea from was she yeah i mean once we knew it was a girl like oh she's wonder woman yeah probably would have had a black panther theme party if you wanted so there we go <laughs> what's her name uh, her name's audrey miss little miss audrey ann <laughs> little miss audrey ann <laughs> So is your wife, your wife, was she into comics before you met her or did you get her into? Because she goes along with your dressing up, right? <laughs> she does. She does. Okay. It's fine. I guess we should say Caleb dresses up. You Do you go to Comic-Con and stuff like that? Or you have? I've, I've gone to the Wizard Con oh, yeah. in Des Moines a few times. Um, mm-hmm. That was fun. I mean, I just went around and took pictures of a bunch of people in like way better costumes. Um, <laughs> like the it'd be fun to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. But not like, not, not fun enough to like pay that full money because that seems silly, but like, you know. How much does it cost? I don't actually know. I know, I was talking with Kevin um, who mm-hmm. works with us and they got tickets and I would argue that Kevin's probably more into the Comic-Con scene than I would be. Yeah. And he said, there's no way it's worth it. God, I want to say it's like the, like 500,000 buck entry, something like that. What? To go, and, and that's, I mean, that's just to like get in. That's not all the, like taking pictures with like I mean God the the picture racket or the signature yeah. racket is ridiculous yeah that's bonkers we took a picture with um at the at the Des Moines one we took a picture with um uh, Billy D Williams you know, yeah Lando from Star Wars yeah and other stuff I guess but Lando um, <laughs> <laughs> Colt forty five Lando <laughs> sure sure yeah <laughs> and that whiskey was there a whiskey was that is that a thing or there probably was a whiskey. Else? seems like a whiskey guy mm-hmm. i don't know cold yeah. 45 and whiskey <laughs> and lando yeah it was like 50 bucks a piece to take a picture with him Ooh. and so my wife like we walked in and he was like already smiling and w- through, <laughs> through his smile teeth he said hello <laughs> said hey we just smiled back at him because we didn't know what else to do 
then we took a picture and it's like the dorkiest picture. Oh my God. Like, cause we're all like, this is sort of awkward. I mean, he's smiling normally cause he does this all the time. Yeah. But like, yeah, hundred bucks to sit, take a picture. It, we didn't get to say anything besides hi through smiles and then like, oh, out the door. Oh, oh. my God. Okay. Did you pay oh. before or after? <laughs> Unfortunately before. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. Remember um, TJ got, he paid like VIP to meet Stan Lee and then he ended up getting like, God, what is it? Stones. What are the stones that he got? Gallstones? Kidney stones? You know, where... What? Whatever. Some kind of medical emergency, and then he was sick and couldn't oh. meet Stanley. Then Stanley didn't show up the next day, and it's like, well, waste of money. Now he's dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I thought you may have got, as part of the package, he goes given stones. Like <laughs> <laughs> He got one of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. <laughs> Be featured in the next movie. <laughs> No, like medical stones of some kind. I can't think of what they're called. Probably kidney stones. Kidney, kidney stones, stones or gallstones. Those are the big. I don't think there's any right. other stones. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it was a bad <laughs> stone. Doesn't sound fun. No. So he was ill, and then Stan Lee couldn't meet him. Now he's gone. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's real <laughs> <It's> rough. rough. <laughs> so Caleb, now we're gonna go to Minnesota. Love it. He's from Minnesota. Oh, I didn't know that. So. I don't know yeah. what that meant. That's why we're going <laughs> we're, there. We're just going now. Right. Yeah. Get, Let's go. Get in the car. Right? <laughs> get in the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> so how did you end up in Des Moines? Um, so <laughs> so uh, when it was time to apply for colleges, and I, like, you know, my parents, you're going to college because that's what yeah. most millennials do. We all go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Can we, I stop right there? Because I think it's weird that everyone, like even me, it's like, why does everyone have to go to college? It's like a thing where it's like, you just got to go, even though you have no idea what you want to do. Yeah. that. W- also, that was so funny because that was mm-hmm. one of the challenges was um, uh-huh. um, I really wanted to go into uh, broadcast production. Like yeah. I want like, I want to direct. That's what I want to do with yeah. my life. Because that's what I know at 18. That's obviously that's what I mm-hmm. got 17 because I'm 18 yet. And so I'm applying for schools in October or October that year. And um, I applied to University of Minnesota. That was the only one in Minnesota. But mm-hmm. like I just had a bug. I wanted to get out and see stuff, go explore, all that fun. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I did. Um, <laughs> so I applied to a whole bunch of schools like Florida State University. Really excited about that one. <laughs> like one out in Utah or something yeah. in California, you know, the whole nine yards. Uh, the only one I didn't get into was the one in Minnesota. That was funny. <laughs> U of M was like, nah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, no, we know you're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, thank you. Need you need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then at the same time, I had, um, you know, in Minnesota, Best Buy's headquartered there. And I had a, internship's not the right word. It's like a school program where you got a mentor and a thing. So I got mm-hmm. a mentor at Best Buy headquarters and I was a PA production assistant but okay. like they didn't have to yeah. pay me anything so that was great for them yeah and i found out just how terrible being a production assistant sorry for all the production <laughs> assistants you're doing fantastic work and i commend your patience um i did that for a few months so like oh this is the worst thing ever i can't yeah i don't want to do this like what you did know, you have to do um there's a lot of like, just like like getting um, coffee and it, yeah, honestly it was like craft services it oh. was not not even like god it wasn't even attaching lights like i a theater person so mm-hmm. i knew I knew what a light is and how to attach things and like, yeah. you know, don't touch the bulbs, you know, you know, all that, some of the basic things, mm-hmm. but like, you know, you're a, a PA and you're a free PA, so you don't even count as a real person. <laughs> so they won't, I mean, they didn't give us anything interesting to do. Yeah. And like, I mean, God, I'm in high school, like dumb things are interesting. It didn't even get to do the dumb things. It was just running around carrying things. Yeah. So I was an errand for the official errand boy. And that oh was, my God. that was like, oh, this is like everything you have to do. Like, it looks like what you do sucks and I'm doing less than that. And I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't want to have to pay dues that way. No. <laughs> and that's a, that's such a bad, I mean, it's kind of a bad reason, but like, like oh, that's no, the journey. I, I think it's that weird journey. that people think you got to be demeaned for a while and then you get to do this. And it's like, why does there have to be this time when people are just demeaned and pay their dues? Like if you're doing a good job, you're doing a good job. End well, of that's, story. Yeah. That's how it was for those people and they can't handle not having it have to be that way for you well i find no that you're totally right well yeah <laughs> i mean i'm everywhere that's i mean that's what they know it's like oh this is you know i had to do this you have to do yeah. this you piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> well like i mean, I mean you know, women in the workplace like, uh-huh. oh yeah i mean it's you just get harassed that's part of the thing and yeah then when you're a boss you don't harass anymore that's the that's you have to pay your dues god do i have you just to, have though? to take it and then yep <laughs> yep. yep oh god 
Yes. <laughs> but so doing that, and oh my god, if it, like if YouTube was around, like having cheap cameras everywhere, that I be a very different future. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so doing that was like, oh wow, I don't want to do any of this. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, after I've applied for schools and everything and got in the places I'm going. I can't reapply. And again, parent pressure, like you're going to be going. (laughs) You're going to college. You got to figure that out. Um, So I looked at, okay, what's a school that I can, what's another school that I can get to that I can at least do a tour Mm -hmm. and look at some kind of program that doesn't suck. And um, it was spring break. And um, my mom and I went down to Drake because it was close. And uh, we took a tour of campus. And I I talked with the uh, production guy there. um, Oh, Lytle, I think. Professor Lytle. He was wonderful. Like, it was just a spring break. He was kind of bored. He just showed us around. Yeah. Super wonderful. And even though it's like, I still don't want to do this. You liked him. I, I liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was willing to take a student who may or may not even go here, show him around the whole campus, introduce yeah. him to a number of different professors. And then on top of all that, um, like, we did a tour and it was, it was, God, it was like 50 degrees out, rainy and gross. Mm-hmm. And like, I just fell in love with the campus. Which oh. is kind of a, I mean, it's, 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 it's touching, but it's like a terrible reason to go to a school. Like, oh, this campus is really cool. I don't know what I want to do or why I want to go here, but you know, let's just throw a bunch of money at well, it. That sounds fun. It felt right. So there's it that. It did. And that yeah. was, that was huge. And like, I felt like if I, I mean, if I was doing, you know, broadcast design or whatever, mm-hmm. this dude would help me find something that was a better fit. That's And good. that was, yeah. It so was it's like so you cool. just found a person that was like, I'm going to help you along. Exactly. And that's that, what you need. Yeah. It was, it was huge. It made such a big difference. So that was like, I mean, I changed the major. Um, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like people joke about this, but I honest to God, when picking a major, I did a like, okay, I'm, I'm in the J school, yeah. the journalism school at Drake. And so I literally opened the pamphlet, closed my eyes and did a finger drop. And that's how I sell all that advertising. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. That's, that was the process. That was the, let's do advertising. <laughs> advertising. Yep. That's the one. That's what we're doing. This is going to be my life. <laughs> Well, I went to school originally for to be a history teacher. Really? Oh, yes. cool. And I went, same with you. I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so I went to New Orleans and went to school. And nice. then when I was down there, it was like I kind of figured myself out like, oh, I don't want to be a history teacher. Mm-hmm. I just thought my history teacher was cool. And that was an adult that I was like, this guy's cool and I'd like to be like him. Sure, sure. He's funny and he's engaging and whatever he's doing, that's what I want to do. Then I started going to school for that and I'm like, Oh, wait, no. <laughs> oh, history professor. Okay, yeah. right, right. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. But once I got, oh. like, away from everyone and whatever pressures that everyone puts on you, then it's like, okay, now I can figure things out. I probably want to do art things. <laughs> so then I came back and went to DMAC. Like, my aunt's partner was like, why don't you get into graphic design? And I was like, what's graphic design? <laughs> I'm like, Sure. Let's do it. And she's like, I like to hire people from DMAC. Go check it out. And so I did. And it's like, oh, this is wonderful. And like when you go to school for what you should be going to school for, then Mm -hmm. it all feels like, okay, everything makes sense. Did you feel that way after you started doing advertising? That's so funny because that's exactly what like, I mean, I I did okay in school when I applied myself. (laughs) Um, But a lot of times in high school, I don't apply myself because like chemistry and physics, super Mm -hmm. boring. (laughs) Um. Even English was like, I like parts of it, but like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, going and doing this stuff. I mean, this was, I had my best grades in the latter half of the year at Drake and, uh, you know, not the grades are the only indicator of yeah. success, but like, I loved what I did. I talked to the professors. I still talk with the professors mm-hmm. constantly. I mean, it was wonderful being in there, talking through that stuff. It made sense. It was yeah. like, I was excited to go to class. I got assignments done early because that meant that then I would be ready to ask a lot of questions about them. I mean, I was that like. Yeah. You know, that annoying guy in class is like, like, oh, but what about this? And what about that? You know, because it, it was great. It was. Were we it supposed was, to have a test today? <laughs> yeah, I thought we had a test today. <laughs> Pop quiz, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone was ready for the test, but I'm ready. So could we take it today? <laughs> the worst person. God. <laughs> but, no, but um, once you find your place, then it's like it's so exciting because you hadn't found it until then. Yeah, then honestly. Once you find it, it's like, whoa. We got to do all this right now. Yeah. When it was, yeah, it, it just made a huge difference. It just, it felt right. It felt like even if this isn't, even if like the specific facet I'm working on or whatever isn't, mm-hmm. this area, this kind of thing makes sense. I understand. I kind of understand how the process works. I understand yeah. the different pieces. And so that was, that was super cool. Just getting to do that. I yeah. don't know. And now you found your place. <laughs> now you're handling business in the media. Woo. Is that oh. a big 
program there? I mean, uh, whenever I think Drake, I just think law or whatever. Right. I mean, law and pharmacy, right? Those are the mm-hmm. big thing. Or actuary, I guess. That's their other big thing. But yeah, so the, the ad program's not super big. I think my graduating class is like 32, maybe, in terms of like actual mm-hmm. ad, um, ad majors. Uh, business school and marketing was a bit bigger, but we had a lot of crossover classes. So that was, gosh, they maybe had 50. Again, this was, you know, 2010, so who knows? <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's not big at Drake. It was more the kind of the passion in the J school was what kind of kept me to it. I mean, I don't know if they won awards or anything like that. I don't, I don't really pay attention. That kind of stuff meant less to me. Like, you know, it's more, you know, when you get in there and you talk to the professor and that kind of thing, do you feel like they care enough to, you know, help you achieve what you want to achieve? Are they, you know, does it, does it feel like they're trying to help you along and do they have the tools t- so you can be successful mm-hmm. there? And that, God, sounds like a Drake pitch. No. Drake's a great school. It might not be a fit for everybody. I'm not <laughs> trying to sell Drake, but they're specifically like, you know. Drake, give us some money. You <laughs> oh, got some. Yeah. They, I mean, if that'll, sp- if that'll sponsor help. this podcast. <laughs> I'll, th- I'll talk with Dorothy Pizarski. She's the, she's the ad head there. <laughs> Dorothy, got a great podcast. They'd love to endorse. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Give us some money. Come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, she, that is a fascinating lady. But <laughs> um, no, so like that was, that was something that kind of struck me was meeting the ad professor, Dorothy yeah. Pizarski. She, I mean, she's an intense person. She's from the East Coast. She's Polish by descent. And she's, um, it's it's just funny because like when she gets really excited about something, she'll just break into Polish and like, oh, Dorothy, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she like kind of a crazy person, but that was always like, yeah. I know this, like she pulls for the students. Yeah. She may not pull in the way you want to, or like she's really intense about it, but like mm-hmm. she always has the you know, the students in mind when she does yeah. stuff. And that's, that was really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. See, I was still... just depressed in college. I don't know. <laughs> I was before I started going to college for what I should have been going to college for. Like before that, I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> no, I just, I quit early and yeah, took a lesser degree. Well, but you're doing great. Oh yeah. Well, that's the, that's the, like we were talking about earlier. I mean, there's nothing like inherent, like college isn't for, college was a hundred percent not for my sister. Like yeah. it was frankly bad for her. She didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't have fun. She doesn't study that way. Any of yep. that kind of thing. Like she's an EMT now. And mm-hmm. like she opened that EMT textbook and she read the whole thing in like yeah. a week. Cause that's, that was her, that was a much better fit for her. You got to find your thing. And I think in high school, that's what's so hard. Like. They act like they're preparing you for the real world. They're not. <laughs> and they have guidance counselors. No, they're not oh guiding or counseling. It's yeah. just like you got to go to college. Do you ever listen to Paula Tompkins? No, no. Okay. Well, there's a bit where he talks about going to college. He's like, I knew I had to go because I was afraid if I didn't, I might get yelled at. And is there anything worse than getting yelled at? There's not. And it's like, that's what I felt like too. Oh. It's like, well, I got to go. <laughs> that's such a great, oh my, that's so true. Because that's like, I don't want to get in trouble. So I guess uh-huh. I'll go to college. I guess I'll spend all this money figuring out my life mm-hmm. because that's what they tell me I need to do. Mm-hmm. I just went where people in my high school were going. Yeah. Well, right. That's half <laughs> what it is. Like, oh, well, I'm, I know these people and I've done the school thing with them before. Why? I guess I'll give that a shot. Yeah. Where, where did you end up going? You and I. You and I? Nice. But not a fit, right? So... Well, but I, you still I didn't have, know it. For, I went there for five and a half years. But you still have <laughs> friends from you and I and stuff. So there's that that happened. You know, yeah. you made lasting friendships and you guys still create things together and you were in the art program. So it's not all loss. No, it's and not. You know, what's it's weird. Just, I don't know. Let me tell you a weird thing. We've talked about this on the podcast, but him and Heath at different times <laughs> lived in the same house on the UNI campus. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like they would tell these stories about their landlord and it's like I heard it from Heath, I had heard uh-huh. it from Scott and then suddenly it's like whoa. They lived in the same house. <laughs> and oh we didn't gosh. realize that for years. And huh. Yeah, they had the same landlord and they both Dang. had told me all these crazy stories but it was like I didn't, didn't go really to UNI so I didn't know this was the house. They lived in the same house. So how did you how you finally make the connection? Was it like did you guys visit there and see it or? No, I think we we're just talking, and he was saying he said Leon. Yeah, he Leon. Might mentioned the landlord's name. I was like, oh, I think that was the name of my landlord. I was like, you know, he must have a lot of properties. But <laughs> which street did you live on? I think we we're at Buzzard Billy's when it like all came Washington to light. Street. I was like. Then it had to be the same house because there was only like one college house on that street. The rest were actually older people who lived there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> not weird. Yeah, small world. Oh, man. <laughs> Can't remember if we tracked down like which bedroom he had. 
We maybe even slept in the same room. Or yeah. Oh, man. That's like, I mean, I guess we used the same toilet. There's only one bathroom. Sure, sure, sure. Wow. Pretty interesting. That's wow. magical. That is kind of magical. <laughs> wow. <laughs> toilet magic. <laughs> toilet magic. <laughs> All right. We're going to... Jeez. Dogs are aggressive today. <laughs> they are. They're fighting Sorry, over guys. a bone. Well, he's, um, getting the, he's getting the cat. Like, she's going to take his bone. Well, it's fun yeah. to think everyone wants your bone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Up top. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. Who knows what's going to happen for the listeners on the break, but we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about all kinds of obsessions. Love it. Yes. So I'll talk about mine. You talk about yours. Scott, what are you obsessed with? Wood. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Wood, Spoiler, but it's wood. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back. Woo. So we are back. <laughs> what do you think we played at the break, Scott? I don't know. It's up to Scott. Oh, man. The power. Mm-hmm. So, Caleb, I wanted, I, want in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about obsessions because I am a person riddled with You're obsessions. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll put in there. Ooh, I like that. Who is that? I don't even know who that is. I don't know either. The but 80s song, isn't it? You'll find out when you Google it. All right. I'll freely admit, I, like, I hear things like, oh, I recognize that, and that's what I know about it. It's <laughs> heard it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a ton of obsessions. You are just, we've talked about the board games. <laughs> You've got... Tip of the iceberg, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about obsessions. Star Wars. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. that was... I mean, uh, uh, to be to be fair with the Star Wars, um, the... Uh, that, so the day before I was born, like my mm-hmm. mom, you know, mom was having, you know, interactions. They went in and this is back before they knew a lot of specifics on things. So yeah. they're just like, like, okay, I'm, I'm having labor pain. Let's just go in. And they're like, oh no, you're not even close. Go home. <laughs> so they went home and like, well, the day's off. What are we going to do for how many hours? And so my folks rented and then watched all three Star Wars movies. <laughs> and that's, I mean, no hope guys. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> like, you know, that doesn't happen. And then like one, you know, if I'm in a household where that's their thought, yeah. of, we have an open day, I guess we'll watch Star Wars. You're, that's how you grew up. You're going to grow up a specific yeah. way. <laughs> that was um, Return of the Jedi was the first movie I ever went to. And then really? apparently I started talking in my sleep. My parents tell me and I'm like, I was saying, there's one on your tail and like things like that. So it got, to, I'm obviously oh, I don't remember because I was like four, but sure, sure. You know, the obsession hit there as a child heck yeah mm-hmm. i mean i get it like i remember it's one of my earliest preschool memories is like reenacting because we we hadn't watched return of the jedi i was also four years old we hadn't watched return <laughs> of the jedi yet so we had concocted this whole scenario on how at the end you know at the end of empire yeah how luke comes back it made no sense because four but like 
I mean, <laughs> I get it. Like, yeah. it, it sticks with you. <laughs> it does, especially if, like, your parents are into this kind of thing. That's where I think a lot of my obsessions come from because my parents, it's like, I grew up watching these documentaries on Bermuda Triangle, aliens, and it's like, when they're like, this is the proof, I'm like, well. There it is. It's been proven. <laughs> they said proof in the name. That's the how. Yep. So I grew up and it's like, all right, so never go to the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know why I thought I was going to go there. Well, yeah, but you know, now you know, you know, mm-hmm. not to go there. Don't go there. Don't fly. <laughs> yeah. But that's where that obsession. But I mean, you still stick with Star Wars. Are you going to pass that on to your daughter then, do you think? I mean, I mean we... She will like it. <laughs> she, she doesn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, we did... Well, so we, we have... You will like Star Wars. <laughs> oh, good, good. We've got to try that. Um, we, I mean, we did um, we did already watch... Um, well, we tried watching A New Hope, and then we fell asleep, and then we, <laughs> Mom and Dad just put us to bed. So we didn't... <laughs> we didn't really get a... Fi- I mean... Kelly and I finished Star Wars, but yeah, finished Star Wars. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try as hard as I can. I mean, we've got the like you know, there's so many. I mean, it's Star Wars, so there's product everywhere. Yeah, the merchandising is the real the real story of Star what Wars. What if she rebels and like Star Trek? Well, that's okay. I, that's I mean, I, I like Star Trek. That was the yeah. that was the other thing. Like like growing up, my like next generation. Mm-hmm. Both my parents love the original. You know, I mean, we we committed and we watched all of Voyager. <laughs> Have you seen Voyager? It's not no. great. My parents didn't watch Star Trek. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I oh. know Beam Me Up, Scott. I know like the things sure. that are out there, you know, part of the zeitgeist, but I don't know anything the about it. Yeah. That, that's okay. I mean, there's, I mean, I'll say the, what, the last Star the last Star Trek movie was super good. Nonsensical, but so good. I mean, there's a, they, they play Beastie Boys in space and it solves a problem oh. for them. And it's the best thing ever. Like, this makes no sense, but I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> They played Beastie Boys in space. It was, it was like, I mean, you saw it in the trailer, like mm-hmm. the, the Beastie Boys, in the, but like, oh no, it's a plot point. It's like a thing that they do to solve a problem and it's wonderful. Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers. So do you like all the new Star Wars uh, or the semi new? Also, <laughs> are you a fan of all of it or is it just the originals? I, I mean, so like the, um, the, you know, episode, the prequel series that came out. God, when I was like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. So like more Star Wars was automatically a net good. Mm-hmm. I mean, rewatching, like I like it less on rewatch, but you, you can appreciate aspects of it. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, because what the you know, first one was. So we watched or the third one, episode three came out um, when I was a junior in high school. And that was like, OK, it's not like I mean, I wouldn't especially on rewatch, I wouldn't say it's like good or great by any means, but it is more Star Wars and that's fun. And there's elements that are great. Like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi was dynamite casting. The script and directors had no idea what to do with him to make him compelling, but gosh darn, he did his best. (laughs) Are they saying he's going to come back to do a standalone? Or is that not going to happen? It's it's hard to say. There's a whole bunch of rumors swirling around. I mean, the solo didn't do nearly as well as they'd hoped, so I think that canned a number of projects. Mm -hmm. But there have been... I mean, what, they've got that Mandalorian series coming out, um, Cassian Andor from Rogue One, a series about him, which... Wow. Sorry, I'm... I, no, do it. <laughs> go I, deep. I do, I, do enjoy, I do enjoy the new stuff, and I'll go see most things. Um, I was least excited to see Solo. I liked Rogue One. I like it a lot less each time I rewatch it. I don't think it's... I don't know. I've only seen it once, but I really liked it. I thought it was darker. Yeah. and yeah. Well, there's different. There's parts of it that can appeal really well. I mean, so what was what about the darkness of it that appealed? I think appealed visually, to it? it looked more like a just a tamed, more of a noir type uh, movie. I just like the way it looked better. That's fair. I can, I can I can get behind that because it did feel it. Well, I mean, it felt very much like that kind of gritty New Hope feel, where it's like, oh, this is a I don't know used future is probably the mm-hmm. you know, but not like a Blade Runner used future, like a very Star Wars specific aesthetic. And is this the one with the porgs? No, that's... Mm. Um, oh, God, don't they look like pugs? I mean, look at my they dogs. Do, they're so cute. They are so cute, <laughs> and I can't... And I'm like, they are obviously have been inspired by pugs, and then they're like, no, it's puffins, and I'm like, it's pugs. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... God, what was it? Because the, the whole reason they had them in there was the island they were filming, whatever, the, the island in the movie. Yeah. Like, they had... There were so many of those freaking puffins there mm-hmm. that they couldn't... They couldn't digitally they couldn't remove them. them. Yeah, it was so expensive. <laughs> they just like, well, we'll just make them creatures. And they're so cute. Oh, my God. That's like when people have problems with Ewoks. It's like, what is more adorable than an Ewok? Who has problems with Ewoks? People do. What they're like, oh, they're silly. 
and it, it's like it's, it's for the people children. who yeah it's the people who i mean okay i'm so i do i do enjoy all the new star wars i like them i mm-hmm. think the last jedi was a really smart direction for the movie series to go but i can understand why i can understand why um <clears throat> and babies don't like um <laughs> don't like that or like don't like ewoks or don't like porgs mm-hmm. because like ah oh, star wars is super serious which like god have you watched the movies they're not yeah. they're not it's not a serious universe right. in that sense i mean the the characters and the things they go through those are yeah. serious and interesting but like it's not like come why on. can't there be cuteness in well, this <laughs> i mean like, like come on i mean and yeah they were cute but then they also swarmed i mean like right it's implied that they definitely ate stormtroopers i mean that yes. was in there yeah <laughs> they were going to eat them and were very fine with this like yeah i don't know I don't know. It's weird because it's like the same thing when people are like adults and they watch this and they're like, this doesn't fit. And it's like, but guess what? Children are going to love it. And this is going to get them into it. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things yeah. and like Ewoks, you know, they're fighting with rocks and stuff. Scott did stand up. He has a great Ewok joke. I won't repeat it cause I'll do a bad oh. job, but, but they're just like, they're adorable and I love them. And it's like, I want an Ewok as a pet. And if that's going to help kids get into this, why aren't you for it? Why not? Yeah, what's yeah. what's not to like? I mean, I don't know. That is weird. It's weird how angry grown men get <laughs> about <It's> just men. <laughs> when have you seen women getting mad about Ewoks? I don't, I've never seen anyone getting mad about Ewoks. Oh. So well, oh, I mean, internet. So yeah, you know, take we're what on you the internet. <laughs> we're on the internet, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's yeah. So no, I I do I do like the new movies. I think I mean I loved I love the Force Awakens. Um, God, Daisy, Daisy Ridley and um, mm-hmm. uh, John Boyega were just like super likable. And it was that same feeling I got from just the, I mean, even though the movie was, you know, essentially a rehash of New Hope, it was a, you know, kind of a redo with brand new people who brought new energy and new chemistry to it. And yeah. I loved it so much. So those two were like, oh, I'm on board for anything Daisy Ridley does. She's wonderful. John yeah. Boyega is very, oh, okay. I'm going to steal something <laughs> from a, steal something from a YouTuber I watch. He's, he does this whole thing called really that good where he takes and he examines like, um, like different old movies and like, okay, is this movie really that good or is it you know, nostalgia and it was brand new? So now it's not very good and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a whole bit about what made star Wars or what made the first, a new hope. So interesting, at least, or what I guess the Han, how the Han Solo character made a new hope interesting was you had this, I mean, it's a, it's, you know, it's sci-fi, but it's fantasy. It's all yeah. fantasy. It doesn't make any sense. It's the usual, like, oh, boy, be, go, you know, boy finds out his father's an important person and he's going to go off and become, you know, he's the chosen one, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We have all that. Then, you know, 40 minutes into that movie, we meet not someone who's a high fantasy weirdo, but you meet a dude from the 70s who's yeah. in that movie. And that's Han Solo. And so that idea of having these, like, I mean, that was that was kind of what made it transcendent was bringing in someone who's, oh, God, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. He's and of like, the time. Like, my dad yeah. literally wore, he had that vest. I've seen pictures of him wearing the Han Solo <laughs> outfit, but not like he's dressing as Han Solo. He's just dressed up that way because that yeah. was the style of the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and so that kind of energy and having those kinds of people in the movies, that's what, for me at least, that's what really made, like, The Force Awakens work was you had these big, important, mythical, you know, fantasy elements, mm-hmm. but you also had, like, John Boyega, he is a normal dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes he's a little sillier than it might make sense, but he's still like, he's a normal <laughs> dude. And that like, that's very appealing. And I like that yeah. idea of him being kind of the Han Solo of the series. Yeah. That's fun. I don't know. Yeah. I spend way too much time thinking about this. So No, it's fine. <laughs> so how far would you say your obsessions take you? Because you've gone oh. to like Wizard World. You've, yep, yep, you're into that. all this. Is there something where you're like, wow, my obsession is taking me to a weird place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, so for like, you know, this X-Wing miniatures game we mm-hmm. talked about a little bit earlier, like that's, um, I remember at a point there was a, uh, there's a local a guy in town who like he, he won the world championship for X-Wing way back oh, in 2012, right. back when there was like eight people that would go to the world <laughs> championship for it. And now like 200 people in Phoenix over the weekend. And, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I remember him saying like, oh, well, we should, you know, hey, if you, like, I post something like, hey, I got this game. I want to try it out. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, is there other people in Des Moines or in Iowa? I'd be happy to yeah. go play with some people. And he said, oh, hey, what if we do, what if we do on a Saturday night? Like, oh, that sounds great. And so we went down to the comic shop, Mayhem Comics, mm-hmm. Clive, Iowa, shout out. <laughs> um, and um, 
you know, so we went there, we played. It was really fun. He's like, well, yeah, well, we can make it a regular thing on Saturday. It's like, regular? Like, <laughs> like every week Saturday? Like, I don't, I mean, like, my first thought was, dude, this is just like, I just wanted to see other people play this game because my wife beat me a few times and then got bored because beating me was too easy for her. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to do a regular weeknight thing. Um, you know, that was 2013. Yeah. Now, um, so I run all the social media for our Des Moines X-Wing Club. We have regular weekly meetings on Monday nights. Oh my and, gosh. And um, like, I feel bad because I haven't been in the last two weeks. Like, God, I really need to get back to the shop and play the game. Because it's like, it's like a community now. And yeah. it's a club. And, like, and you're kind of like almost responsible for it. Yeah. 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 And so that, I mean, that's in terms of that kind of obsession. I mean, it did, mm-hmm. did start with Star Wars. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that's... So, I mean, that's a thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's now like a part of my life. And like, that's one of those things like, well, I mean, if I need like, oh, you know, baby needs X, Y, or Z. And like, mm-hmm. oh, honey, tonight's X wing. Can I have to X wing? <laughs> she's like, yeah, you know, that's okay. That's, you know, that's your thing. Like, yeah, oh, that's my thing now. I have a thing and it's, it's specifically Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That's so, I guess, and your parents kind of led to your obsession. I feel like mine did as well, you know, with like watching ants. Yeah. And then it's like, Scott knows um, my dad will watch all these Finding Bigfoot shows. And like it was always like Bigfoot's out there. And there was all this talk about it. And so I've been on a Bigfoot hunt with a couple weirdos. Um, Scott went along with us too. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to hear all about that. That sounds <laughs> fascinating. But like. Um, we went to Bonaparte, Iowa. And okay. the podcast, um, we were friends with a podcast that hasn't recorded in a long time, Colt Sweat's podcast. They had gone on a Bigfoot hunt with these two local, I would say local drunks, but you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think they were drunk. <laughs> well, they couldn't drive. His dad had to drop him off. He was a grown man, and his dad had to drop him off. Yeah, I still don't oh, think they were drunk, no. though. <laughs> so it's like okay. we go on this hunt with them. And for a long time, like I'd say a couple hours, I'm like, Oh yeah, we're playing. You know, it's like I'm playing. We're on a Bigfoot hunt. Yeah, we're having fun. We're, we're having fun. But then it was like, we're getting too serious here, and so <laughs> we ended up going back to the car, waiting for the rest of everyone to get on the Bigfoot hunt because it's like we can't just spend all our time in the woods with these local weirdos. But n- then it's like, okay, so I'm obsessed with Bigfoot. Always been obsessed with like Weekly World News and all that nonsense because sure, it's just sure. goofbally, and. <laughs> So the Bigfoot hunt happens. We survive. It's fine. <laughs> this lady has published an article that we went on Bigfoot hunt saying, and this is what they said, it threw a rock in the water. And it was like, kaboosh. And she wrote that in the article, kaboosh. And yeah, and I asked them, I'm like, what's Bigfoot do? Well, he's just as curious about us as we are about him. He just looks in windows and it's like, are you guys looking at windows? That's what I is that what's happening? Because that's yeah, what it seems like. Yeah. It seems like you're just describing what you do and saying it's Bigfoot, though. <laughs> but yeah, so now my dad, though, has gotten like my nephews and nieces all obsessed with Bigfoot. But then they talk about it like, oh, no, we're having a great time. But then my dad has somehow his his crazy has traumatized other children because now my nephew is like, yeah, we're there's Bigfoot out there. These other kids are terrified because they didn't grow up with this nonsense Mm -hmm. and there was a boy scout camp out in my brother's yard and then everyone's terrified of bigfoot and i'm like dad if you want to make us weirdos that's fine we're related you can't do this to these other children yeah moderation moderation (laughs) like figure out i mean if if the kids are really into it sure Mm -hmm. yeah like i mean come on scaring scaring boy scouts in your yard i mean funny short term but But, you know, my nephew thinks he saw Bigfoot, and I can I love going out there into the woods and being like, yep, that's Bigfoot. If you see a tree bent, he's like, well, Bigfoot did that. It's like, yep, Bigfoot did that. But when he's with mm-hmm. other children, they're like, oh, Jesus, there's a monster out here. <laughs> Wait, Bigfoot's monster, not <laughs> yeah. fun, misunderstand, <laughs> misunderstood, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes obsessions can cause troubles amongst sure, others. Sure. Scott, what are your obsessions? Wood? No, I'm just obsessed with wood. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't think I'm obsessed with wood. That's that's what they all say. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think I'm obsessed with wood? Have you heard yourself talk about wood? Mm, I mean, I've said it, so I probably heard it. Spalted maple. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it though. Not everyone's talking about spalted maple, and look at this wood. And I know, but I still don't understand where you're getting this obsession. 
I like building things out of wood. And you like various woods. Yeah. I don't do you I not want to classify it as obsession? Does that upset no, you? No, I don't. No, <laughs> I just don't think it's... You in don't think in you my context of obsession, that's not... I'm not obsessed with wood. What are you obsessed with, Paul Thomas Anderson? No. Yeah. I'm not anymore. I don't think I'm... I used to be obsessed with film directors. Mm-hmm. Mostly 70s era. Nice. And I'd read about them a lot and watch some movies and... Yeah. know way more than people who had no interest in watching it because they're actually pretty boring. Um, so you've moved past obsessions as you've gotten older? I don't know. I mean, I'm obsessed with li- little things at a time. Like right now, I'm obsessed with that, but they're doing the bathroom. Yeah. Nice. I got to be obsessed with stuff to get stuff done. Yeah. And then you move on to the next one. The next obsession. What's, yeah, I'm kind of, I mean... I'm kind of curious about that because that's like, I mean, you know, when you're into something, whatever that something is, mm-hmm. just the idea of then shifting obsessions to other things. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I have I have friends within this very gaming group that would be or struggle to, I hate to say move on from their obsession, but like mm-hmm. that's a, like this is a like all consuming thing for them or rather they're not able to move from like, oh, I'm yeah, really into film, you know, 70s film directors. But like, yeah, you know, I'm just not into that anymore. Now I'm really into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of fascinates me too because that's, I mean, I, like I, I do, I am obsessed mm-hmm. with Star Wars in that sense. But like yeah. I'm obsessed with other things and that, sh- that focus shifts depending yeah. on all kinds of different things. I almost feel like my obsessions are seasonal. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it's like when it's nice out, then I'm obsessed with raising butterflies in the garden. Then it's like cold out and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go buy rocks and be obsessed with rocks. and But I never lose the obsession. It's like I move in and out of obsessions. But I learn nice. everything. Like, it's like I can't just like something. I have to go mm-hmm. crazy almost. Yeah, you're not, it's it's not a passing interest. It's like a you're you're into it. Like, yeah. you, you want to you know about it. You want to kind of seep yourself in whatever that culture happens to be. Even if it is yeah. like crazy cryptic culture or like <laughs> crazy, like super smelly dudes who haven't showered in weeks. Star Wars culture, like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> to use an example, <laughs> I'm pretty into boxing lately. Yeah, you are. I like boxing, watching boxing. Yeah, it interests me. I got obsessed with Tyson Fury with you watching boxing. Mm-hmm. He was watching boxing, and I'm not into boxing. And I was just playing around, and then this they started talking about backstories of boxers, and it was like this guy was like. He was so depressed and suicidal, and then he was just coming back, and everyone's like, he shouldn't come back. And then he came back, and it was like, he just got up off the ground. I'm like, what's this guy? I'm obsessed with him. Tyson Fury. Then I just kept reading everything about him. It's like, I can never just be like, oh, cool. I'm like, well, now i got to lose my mind for a few days. Do you feel that way? Yeah. No, that's (laughs) so perfect, because that's like, I mean, a few days, a few weeks, whatever. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, But no, that's so funny, because that's what I feel. I mean... um, (laughs) <laughs> it, it, I mean, in terms of obsessions, like yeah. the, so, um, I was, the whole reason I bought this stupid board game thing that now I feel bad for missing every <laughs> week, um, was because I wanted, I was, uh, doing some, some RPGs with a friend and I was really like, oh, I'm really into RPGs. Yeah. So Role playing games for those yeah. and not like, you know, like weird sex stuff, but like, you know, <laughs> like, like sitting around a table beat a, you know, Lord of the Rings, but it's your friends. So yeah. it, it's better, I guess. <laughs> So, like, I was, like, oh, I, I would put together these elaborate tables, and, like, we had little figures and all that, because it's the minis. That's the, mm-hmm. God, that's an obsession. <laughs> but, so, we did that for a while, and then I was really into, ooh, sorry. We're all right. And did I pull on it? <coughs> no, no, I think the dog got the cord. Yeah. Oh, he just We're wanted fine. to be involved. <laughs> next time, next time, buddy. <laughs> what, Scott? Is it fine? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> RPGs. So that was, um, so like playing that stuff is like, oh, this is, you know, it's really fun, but like I'm making up a system and it's kind of time and labor intensive, mm-hmm. but I was really into it at the time. And then I thought, oh, you know, be fun. Like take this, but like something that I haven't touched in a while, just Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, hey, what if instead of that, we do a Star Wars RPG? Yeah. And like, oh, hey, this company, Fantasy Flight Games, just came out with a Star Wars RPG. And so I was looking up, get kind of obsessed, looking up like, yeah. oh, this is how the system works. And oh, it's kind of a new system. They got this whole a bit of a different setup, and they had this mm-hmm. whole threat and opportunity thing, which is kind of unique compared to what we're currently doing. And so I bought that stuff. I mean, it was all consumer-based. And then I thought like, oh, okay, well, if we're going to do this, like I have all these minis for our current, you know, um, RPG setup. So like I should probably get some Star Wars minis. And I was trying to figure out like, oh, there's not a lot out there, but... Well, I guess there is this this game with like spaceships, 
like, oh, well, the first mission has a, like, it's not the Millennium Falcon, but it's totally the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so I thought, like, oh, well, what's the coolest mini? Like, oh, well, that one's really cool. Yeah. God, that is really expensive, but that does look really nice. So, you know, we then you eBay, just need it. Yeah. So you yeah. buy the thing and then you get it. And then, like, well, if I'm going to buy that, like, if I have this piece for this game, it's an expansion. So you got to get the core of game. Course. So I bought the core game. Yeah. Like, well, we got the we got the core game. We should at least try it once to see if it's any fun. Yeah. And now that's what now, that's what yeah. I do. That's like <laughs> that's it. It's obsessions can just take you down weird roads, but it's delightful. I feel like it's just super yeah. fun. I'm into The Sopranos again. Oh yeah, yeah. It holds up twenty years later. That's it does. I've, I had a friend who said the same thing. He started diving back in. He's like, God, The Sopranos. That's is so really freaking good. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm upset. I still I haven't seen it. It's one of those things I would like to get obsessed with, but I mean, Game of Thrones is coming up in April. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we're obsessed. With <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. April. We don't have long to wait. No. Really. So it sounds like well, there's only going to be like seven episodes, but they might all be like an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes long. But, I mean, that makes sense. God, we've been waiting for how many years? And there's I a know. there's a lot to resolve. Let's. <laughs> I know, and it's like I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to watch it again because. Mm-hmm. You somehow you just forget what has transpired, but it's nice rewatching Game of Thrones because then when they're talking about all these characters, you remember and you can process it better. Yeah, because when it's oh. first going through, it's like, huh? Who is? Yeah, yeah. Watching the first episode, like who? Okay, yeah, I, I almost didn't like it the first season. Yeah, I was like, well, who? Most of the people they're talking about are off screen. Off-screen people, I don't get who's this wiry, red-headed kid that has no correlation <laughs> to the rest of the Starks, yeah. right? Is that Storks? Starks. Starks. said Starks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that. It wasn't until the end with the... Sorry, guys, if you haven't seen it by now, but like, you know, pushing Bran off the tower, like... Yeah. Ballsy. Okay. Okay. So what, mm-hmm. what happens next? And <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that Ned Stark's not on any of the other box art? I mean, we're, we're three seasons <laughs> in and he's not there. Why is that? <laughs> there we go. See, but it's crazy. Like... So that's an obsession, and you get obsessed yeah. with that. I'm obsessed with serial killers, and I oh, learn everything about them. Market? Oh, that's that's got to be kind of creepy, right? Like just is. get into the mind. Yeah, but it's like all growing up, and I've said this to Scott. I just thought, well, it's inevitable. Someone's gonna take me, and I'm gonna be murdered. Obviously, yeah, that makes and sense. And it's like I thought that all <laughs> growing up, and it's weird because it's like, well, I just hope I don't. Even as a child, I'm like, I hope I don't get tortured. Maybe they'll just kill me when I'm sleeping. I mean, it was these thoughts. I think just from watching the news and stuff. Sure, sure. And then now it's like, watch the Ted Bundy tapes. I know everything about Jeffrey Dahmer. And then someone's like, Ted Bundy lived in Iowa. It's like, no, you're wrong. That's another serial killer. And it's like, <laughs> let me tell you, he did not. But here's who did. He was yeah. their favorite colored dog. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm, I've read Jeffrey Dahmer's dad's book. What am I doing? I don't know. But it's just a thing. And it's like, there's memes about it where it's like, be normal at this party. Be normal about this party. Just let me tell you everything about Jeffrey Dahmer that I know. Let's talk about it. Did you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So that's an obsession where it's just like, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. It just happened. It just gets in your brain and you can't explain it. But it's so funny because now the, I mean, the, the internet culture that we have, like you, the tools to get oh, obsessed and to find yes. other people that are equally obsessed, it's everywhere. It's, I mean, you know, there's like, there's gotta be like 10 or 12 Facebook groups in oh, Iowa yeah. alone about that, right? Yes. And I'm in closed groups and it's yep. just like, yep. I'm in closed groups about pugs too, which is crazy. Oh, sure, sure. But it's weird because you have to be in a closed group because otherwise people are like, quit breeding these dogs. And it's like, well, you go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> I close this group so I can kick you out. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like we're in a closed group, and everyone's just like pugs, pugs, yay, yay. But if anyone posts a picture of a pug on the internet, like just outside, out there in the open for anyone to comment, they got to be mm-hmm. like, "Vet say don't breed this dog." Just shut up. Why you got to steal someone's joy? Don't. don't I, I have this. I have this dog. Don't tell me that it shouldn't exist. Yes, yeah. that makes me sad. Maybe it shouldn't. I don't know, but I don't. I don't need to hear it. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> people just love to steal other people's joy. That's the thing. <laughs> you do wonder about that. Like the, yeah. like the, I mean, for, you know, being obsessed about something, like everyone has some kind of obsession. So it's weird yeah. to be, I don't know, to like, to dump on someone else. Yes. Like, look, yeah, maybe it's, you know, maybe, maybe I'm too into Star Wars or whatever, but like you're super into 
Serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killers or into, you know, like squaring corners. Like, yeah, it's cool. And I appreciate the craftsmanship, but like, there's only so much you can talk about. Like, Mm -hmm. no, there is not. There are different kinds of joints. Yeah. Here's how you do them. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like, let, I love everyone's obsessions. I'm obsessed with hearing about obsessions. That's what I love it. That's what I, I like this podcast because people will come on here and it's like, I don't know anything about all of these games. And then I get to learn about it. And it's like, what? How did this happen? Right? It's so goofy to think about. There's a whole world of people where like, this is a normal thing that gets them excited. Uh Like you ask them, oh, what'd you do at work today? What'd you do at the game at last night? Let me tell you. Great (laughs) story. We had, I mean, it's it's fun to see that that, that passion and that excitement. Yeah. So, you know, I'm obsessed with obsessions and it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Totally normal. (laughs) All right. Well... Scott, yep. coming to the end of the show, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. want to take a moment to thank Caleb for just being one of the good ones. <laughs> you did it, man. <laughs> no, yes. but I mean, you know, we work in a weird world. We do. We do. It's And you're one of the good ones, so I'd like to take this moment to thank you for that, Aww. for just being a cool dude, just <laughs> out there, just being great. <laughs> and thanks for coming here. On this podcast and answering my Facebook, you know, it felt like I was fishing for friends, but I think that was just only after the comments. I was like, oh man, my heart is just filled with joy. So thank you for coming here on a Sunday (laughs) (laughs) and just thanks for being cool. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Seriously, this was a lot of fun. It's fun. I mean, you know, just talking about, talking about your passions. That's, yeah, it's very exciting. It's never... It would like if someone wants to hear about my stuff. Like, oh man, I could I could talk for days about <laughs> techniques for shading and highlighting minis. It's, <laughs> it's it's goofy, and the fact that I even know what the hell that is is fascinating to me. Sorry, I don't know if it's a curse podcast. The no. heck that is. <laughs> no, I I usually curse more, but I'm trying to be professional. Ooh, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm a young executive. <laughs> oh, nice. That's you know I'm I've aged out of young professional. So sure, I'm sure. Young executive. I've decided. Oh man, do this is this is related, but it's going to mm-hmm. sound like a segue. Um, uh, Danny Bauer, does that name sound familiar? Danny Have you Bauer? Danny Bauer. Uh-uh. He okay. So he did. He talked. Um, I, I you know did some work with the ad uh-huh. students, and he came and he talked to the students about networking. Yeah, and that's one of the things he talked about was, you know, seventy percent of people don't like what they do. Don't talk to people about work. Talk to people about their passions, about what they love, yeah. or their obsessions. Yes, and like. Hearing that was like that would God that was a light bulb moment for mm-hmm. me at least because that's what I thought like oh my gosh people love talking about their weird yes. thing and it's cool it makes it less weird like yeah you can be really into yeah that. nothing's awesome. too weird exactly <laughs> oh oh my god oh my god <laughs> wow that was perfect <laughs> so thank you for being on nothing's yeah. too weird and come back thank sometime you. bring your games oh yeah. I, man. <laughs> You know, if you have any pictures I could share of your miniatures on our Facebook page, that would be Do, awesome. Oh my gosh, I have so many pictures. Okay. I, 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 I can share those pictures. I can share painted pictures. If if you want to, all I mean, of them. Any any crazy pictures of miniatures that no one would normally get to experience, give them to me so I can share them so everyone can see them. Only if I get Instagram shoutouts. I just got on Instagram. I know I'm <laughs> way behind the ball. And what I said in there is I'm going to post pictures of my daughter. Probably some family pics, I guess, because you know we'll probably be in there. And I'm going to post pictures of me painting minis, so oh, that's yeah. that's where it's going to be. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I will send you pictures. Awesome. So everyone, look out for that. And thank you for being here, Caleb. And bye. 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 <laughs>